and boom just like that ladies and gentlemen welcome to coffee on purpose caffeinated conversations with inspiring difference makers my name is scott perry i am chief difference maker at creative on purpose where i help people like you beat burnout and overcome overwhelm while making a bigger difference you can go to creativeonpurpose.com and get yourself a copy of the burnout solution and let's work together to make things better i am delighted thrilled to be with my friend sally powell from across the pond as they say and sally and i are going to talk about a word near and dear to both of our hearts fascination but before we start sally i would love for you to introduce yourself to the folks tuning in live and and in replay later who are you where are you and uh, where can people go to learn more about you and the difference you're making uh, oh, thank you so much, Scott. I'm so looking forward to this. I am Sally, Sally Powell. I'm in Edinburgh in Scotland in the UK. And I'm a coach and a trainer. I train teams and I love the word fascination. My goal in life really is to, yeah, unleash the part of yourself that wants you to just be more fascinated in you. When you get more fascinated in yourself, you can bring that forward to your teams. Most of the people that I work with are, you know, looking after teams of 20 to 30 people. It's their own businesses, which they founded. And they're trying to pivot between manager and founder and leader. Like, how do they inspire and grow the business that I think they were born to grow? So, yeah, fascination is at the heart of what I do. Oh, and if you want to find out more about me, you can check me out at sallypowell.org or you'll find me on LinkedIn. And I have the curly hair, so you'll see my photo and recognize it as me. There you go. Yeah, I wish I had Sally here. I wish I had <laughs> <Should laughs> <mind> my hair. <laughs> so um, in full disclosure, Sally is, is a client or has mm -hmm. been a client of mine. Uh, and while we were working together, this word fascination came up. And it's one of my favorite words. It's a word that I've used in my work as well. But um, I kind of think of Sally as like the fascination coach. So one of the things that I love to do, Sally, is at the beginning of these conversations is like, let's just kind of define our terms because fascination that's not a word that you hear all the time anymore. Um, and so what does fascination mean to you and how does it apply um, with a little bit more detail to the work that you're doing with and for the people that you seek to serve? Yeah, 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 I love this. So fascination with me is, it's from the inside out. So fascination is getting, it's getting, it's more than curious. It's like really interesting, like what's going on there? And then like, stepping back from that okay what is that telling you about something and so obviously in the work I do as a coach you know it pays to be really fascinated in people like I'm really interested in who's in front of me and who I'm talking to but I want them to be that fascinated about themselves because I think when you're that fascinated about yourself then you start to become more fascinated about other people and the teams you build and the communities you're in and it has a ripple effect so it's it's like curiosity and some it's and it's not it's not a word you hear enough of and and Oh, yeah, I guess I wonder why that is. Just before the call, I said to I said to both of my boys, I said, what does fascination mean to you? And one of them said, oh, it's like when you get really, really interested, like really, really into something. And then the other one said, oh, it's like curiosity, isn't it? And I think it's both of those things. But I like the, oh, it's like, because it kind of mm. brings you out a bit. What about for you? What's fascination for you? Yeah, I love that. I love that you asked your boys. What a brilliant idea. Um, it was cheating. Basically, it was cheating. I thought maybe they'll give me something inspiring that I could like bring to the conversation with Scott. Oh, I think <laughs> I think that's that's a wonderful approach. Fascination is a a, a word that um, I've used as 
oftentimes as an antidote to anxiety. So fascination is usually about something. I think of fascination as being akin to awe and wonder to your point, like things that are like that inspire curiosity. Um, and as an antidote to, to anxiety, you know, one of the things that in, in the work that you and I do as coaches is we spend, uh, you know, we, we are working with people who are often sitting in the tension yeah. of here's who I am and here's who I seek to become. And there, you know, there's, there's a leap that has to happen. They have to push through some resistance, the imposter, the fear, the anxiety, whatever it is to get from the person they are to the person they, they are becoming. And it can be, it can be frightening. It can be scary. And so um, for me, fascination is, is a way of, of flipping the obstacle into an opportunity because if it it doesn't have to be something that's fearful it can be something that's fascinating because anxiety and excitement manifest exactly the same way in the body so it's just a matter of replacing the terms so that you can move your mindset and your posture from i'm hesitating and holding back and a little bit afraid to i'm ex to your son's point i'm excited and I see possibility and I'm ready now to take a, a slightly bolder step into, into that. So in the work that, that I, that I do as a head coach in Akimbo workshops, you know, we are frequently dealing with people that are in situations where um, they're confronting fear and maybe not always um, taking that bold step that, that they, they would like to take. Um, and so I have, written an article called people are fascinating and i it's just a way of because the alternative would say people are a pain in the butt because <laughs> of course i'm a you're a pain in the butt i'm a pain yeah. in the butt every the people but but when we flip the script and say no it, they're fascinating they're because we are fascinating because we are full of aspiration and we are full of and yet we embrace the status quo we are full of anxieties, but we still love to get excited about new things. And so it's just a way of of reframing. Fascination to me is a really fantastic way of reframing ourselves, other people, our situation to see possibility and then to, to more boldly step um, with, to your point, greater curiosity, greater excitement. And let's see what happens next. Yeah, and and it's that I love that word. Flip the script because I think we get so we're so stuck in a story, so stuck in this is the way it has to be, or this is the way I've been doing it. And some, I think I can't remember the stat, but there's some crazy stat about how little we learn after the age of thirty as well, which is like, wow. But it's all just beginning again. Then, like, there's so much possibility in these moments. So I think, yeah, this script piece. What I love to help people here is, as you do too, is 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 what are they saying? Like, what are the words they're using? I mean, I hadn't really even thought that I used this word fascination, fascination so much until we started working together. It's like, yeah, that really does matter to pe matter to me. And that's what I pick up in other people. It's like, what are the things that really matter to you? And are you getting enough of them at the moment? And are you a team even seeing them in you? Because like, we play all these different roles, don't we? We play, like for me, coach and mother and daughter and, you know, friend and blah, 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 blah. 
And, you know, that can be exhausting. And I think maybe that's part of the burnout piece as well. We're desperately trying to meet all these expectations of all these roles. And then you throw in leader and then you throw in manager and mentor and champion. And it's like, whoa, it's a lot. But I think if you can come at it through the eyes of fascination, I sometimes talk to people about, you know, if you're going to put a different pair of spectacles on, like what, what would the spectacles you choose today? Mine would be kind of, you know, kind of sparkly. There'd be some glitter involved today. And then like, what do you notice about your life through those glasses? I mean, you wear glasses, so you don't need to, you know. But, you know, it, it just, to, sometimes to just play with some of this stuff as well, because it can feel very heavy. You know, we can make our lives feel very heavy. And I think just, yeah. And maybe that's why I always love talking to you. It's just, we can laugh at ourselves a bit, because you do, we can take ourselves a little bit too seriously. Yeah. Um, coaches can take themselves very seriously. And it's just, you know, we just got to bring some play and some sort of liveliness into this as well. Have I gone off topic? <laughs> no, 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 I, I love it. And I love, I mean, that's, I think that's what fascination does is it opens up, it, it, it encourages us to see things through a different lens from, from a different vantage point, from a different perspective, to consider a different point of view, um, to con consider that someone else can be in this very same situation or even in this very same conversation and and have a entirely different experience yeah. than the one we're having uh that that we're currently having and so it's it's a way of you know again a way of opening up um possibilities that allow us to make a better choice that will make things better you know with and for everyone concerned and i love um you were weaving in um, the, the burnout piece and the roles that you were just talking about, that's fascinating to me because yeah. I agree. Like we, we get fed a lot of narratives that don't serve our, um, integrity or well-being. And what I mean by that is like, when we talk about being defined by our role, mother, sister, coach, wife whatever it is like it feels like we spend our day like changing our hats yeah. and gears and and i remember feeling that way uh, i used to have a, a signature line that says scott perry husband father teacher musician and it was like my priority list like i, I want to make sure that i'm always like take taking care of my marriage and I want to be taking care of my boys. And after I've done that, I want to be the best guitar teacher I could be. And then I want to be the best musician I can be. Um, and then like everything else is going to be over there. And I would go through my day, you know, when I began coaching, then that just got added to the list yeah. and it was exhausting, exhausting to change gears all day. And one day I was just like, wait, what am I doing? What if I was, what if I was just integrated? What if I was just a, just showed up every in all these roles as Scott Perry. And I'm just going to be the best Scott Perry I can be in this moment yeah. on its way to becoming a better Scott Perry through this moment. And it eliminated so much anxiety and created so much more fascination and just cleared all the noise and dissonance. Cause now all I have to do is show up and be me. And guess what? Yeah. I've been doing that, practicing that my whole life. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> do that. So that's really interesting to me. And then the burnout piece is I've I've been talking a lot about this lately because it's well, it's it's 
run rampant. You can't scroll through social media without hearing people's stories of, of burnout and overwhelm. And, you know, I, I consistently see it being talked about like it's this disease. It's almost like another virus running through the, the, the world's population. And it's like, that, 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 that's, not, that's not true. Because burnout, burnout, I don't think is a disease. I think it's a symptom. And it's a, it, it happens because you're giving something that you no longer possess. Like your time, your attention, your energy, that's, you only have so much if we look at it as a finite resource. And when you're giving away something that you no longer possess, you're going to feel burnt out. You're going to be depleted. So what happens if, and I'm gonna circle back to the comment you made about um, fascination from the inside out, because I remember that coming up from our work together. It's like, now, now I'm turning time, attention, and energy into a renewable resource because I, I, I'm fascinating. I find you fascinating. I am sharing my time, attention, and energy with you, and you and you're reciprocating. And so we're stuck in this. Now we're in this virtuous cycle where we're creating a moment of time where we are energized by the conversation and by the work. And you know, time expands and our attention becomes more focused and um, we're just able to be more clear about um, who we do and who we don't spend time with, what we do and what we don't do. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, and that's, and I think fascination plays into, into all of that. If you, you can, you can create a, a mindset and a posture for living in and bringing fascination into your work as a fully integrated Sally Powell, Scott Perry, or whoever you are. Yeah, and, and it really, I mean, there's so much, there's so much there that you just said, you know, having been still married to someone who's very much lived through a burnout, um, it's, it's very, it's very tough to be, to be the, the partner in that, you know, in that situation. And also to coach people who are fearful that it's coming. It's mm-hmm. like it's they, they've it's the it's the thing they worry about, but in the worrying, they take themselves out of the present moment, um, and and that's the the sort of the, the damaging thing of this kind of this burnout, this language that we use around it. It's like it's somehow inevitable. Well, I'm on this track now, you know. I've got all these people that you know rely on me. You know, I employ them, I have responsibility for them, I pay them, all of that stuff that goes with it. Oh, it's just it's inevitable. It's coming. And, you know, part of the fascination piece is like, would you want to get fascinated about burnout? We can get fascinated about burnout or we could choose to get fascinated about all these other things. Um, so, again, it's not pretending that it doesn't exist in some form, but it's. Yeah, I, it, there's almost like a there's a narrative out there now that this is this has to be one of those things that you get to. And, and, I, and I don't subscribe to that. Um, and. You know, I can say that even having, you know, even being married to someone who's very much lived a very real version of that too. But I mean, that's his, that's his story. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting, Scott, because what I love about fascination, and I and I and I and I think it's such a valuable skill that we all need to kind of build it is a muscle. And I think you know, in the the journey, the train of life, it can get like 
we let it get knocked out of us or it gets knocked out of us. And it's just, it's one of those, such those wonderful things, you know, along with joy and play and innovation and inspiration. It's one of those wonderful things in, in this bag. And, and that's the bag that I'm encouraging people that I work with to spend more time in and digging in and getting curious about and not the other bag, which is, work and it must be difficult and you know hard and you know anger and fear and disappointment and all that stuff let's not pretend it doesn't exist but wouldn't you want to spend more time over here like and that's a muscle it is a muscle i do believe fascination is is a muscle that we need to keep training ourselves in because sometimes it's just got a little bit lax um and and i don't think it matters where it's drifted away you know we could we can say that schooling or whatever has been part of that. It doesn't matter. It's like, do you want to bring it back? That's really the question. Like, do you want to be more fascinated about life right now? Or what are some of the ways that you can start to, yeah, make that happen, really? Yeah. Well, you've highlighted two things that I, th three things that I think are really worth um, amplifying. The first is, you know, to say that burnout is a symptom and not as disease is not to diminish that burnout is also very, very yeah. real. I mean, yeah. many, many, many people are experience, experiencing the pain and the suffering that comes with feeling burnt out. And we don't have, we don't live in a cult. We, we live in a, you know, our, our, our educational and occupational institutions almost create I mean, turn burnout into a badge of honor. Like you should. Yeah, you, you should sh get this. Yeah, you, you you should be overextended. You should be burning, um, you know, spending long hours doing work that does not fill your soul and fulfill you, and that is not fascinating. That's that's what people, you know, that that's you do this because your reward will come afterward, and it's just it's a false bill of goods, um, and. And yet that's not to say that it's easy. You know, what I'm saying is I think I, I find that burnout is when I look at it, the way that I was just sharing, it's, it's simple to understand. It's still not easy to overcome. No. Um, Cause what it requires is, is making better decisions. Better decisions are, you know, being decisions based on who we are, who we seek to be what is, you know, what aligns with our values, our guiding principles, work that um, has, you know, that fills our life with meaning and significance and identity that's worth cultivating. And you also mentioned the idea that fascination is a, is a muscle, it's a skill. And I, I, I think that is absolutely true. And to that point, you know, fascination is a skill that you do and a muscle that you develop through doing the work of yeah. practicing fascination. Like you, you can read my article and you can read a book and you can take a course, but until you actually start looking at the world and practicing fascination and bringing that into the way that you see and engage with other people in the world, you, you will not practice this fascination. So just, just one quick, um, I, I have this, you know, one of, I have an exercise to help you build your fascination muscle. Oh, I love it. And that I had, I had this, I, I have this um, thing I've been saying to myself for a very long time since I was a boy, where when I would find myself feeling anxious 
um, when, you know, if I was getting picked on at school or, you know, the, the girl didn't say yes to going to the dance or whatever it was, you know, those are moments when as a young person, it could be feel like devastating. And I, I just began saying to myself, isn't that interesting? And it's kind of like, isn't that interesting? Dot, 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 question mark. Because what it did was it helped like objectify the moment so that it was didn't have like all this value judgment and self-value, uh, you know, this worthiness tied to it and strong emotional attachment tied to it, made it a little bit more present and um, and then allowed me to bring in curiosity to look at things mm -hmm. through a slightly like, oh, it's, it's not good or bad. It's just kind of interesting that that happened and invites you to take the next step. And I think that you could just replace the word interesting with fascinating. It's not, I mean, Spock in Star Trek. You know, <laughs> every time the humans were doing weird stuff, stuff and he'd just go, hmm, fascinating. And uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, I think there's a lot of value to that, to just having like these, these maxims or, or these questions that we keep close at hand so that when we feel the anxiousness coming, yeah. we can flip it into something more healthy uh, and that will promote well-being and fascination is one of those things yeah i love that and so one of the questions often used with people is like is it's simply what are you noticing it's because again it gets you very present what are you noticing is information about yourself like again it's not to judge but it's just like what's here um and and i think part of my role as well is you know to get people excited about themselves like what is interesting about you? What are you fascinated about? What do you want to find out more about? And then I off I go and they get on with their life. But, it, you know, it's it's that those sort of tools to keep coming back to those sort of questions to keep coming back to. We are worth um, investing time enough to to. Yeah. To be fascinated by ourselves. More fascination, please. Yes, more fascination, please. That's really interesting because I was just involved in a group coaching session where we were talking about, you know, so you and I talked about fascination from the inside out. In a creative on purpose, we talk about trust from the inside out and investment mm. from the inside out. Um, and all of these things, you know, this work from the inside out is about creating um, more self-empathy, more self-compassion, a greater sense of self worth uh, and a greater trust in our instincts and abilities and, um, you know, to to figure it out, um, to be more willing to step into um, uncertainty or embrace uncertainty and navigate adversity with the confidence that, you know, we've done hard things before and we can do the, the hard thing that's in front of us right now. Um, and you brought this up kind of at the very beginning and we can also do that with a sense of joy with a sense of playfulness with a sense of wonder and you said stop taking yourself so damn seriously and our situation um one of the things that i've been playing with recently with my clients is um let's play let's play a little game of cosmic insignificance right so <laughs> When someone is in the throes of taking themselves too seriously and letting the weight of the world, you know, their situation kind of bear down upon them to just encourage them to zoom out. Like, okay, if I were to zoom out to the level of your town or city, you know, how many people are paying attention to this thing that's absolutely yeah. eating you alive? Nobody. Okay. If I were to zoom out, you know, to the state 
to the country, to the globe, to the Milky Way, and on and on. Like, it's, you know, there's a point at which you just realize, like, you know what, I, it, I, I actually am just a meaningless speck, and this doesn't really matter. But then you can zoom back in to your personal significance, because yes, in the grand scheme of things, we are, we won't, we don't matter or amount to much. And on the personal level, this moment and this the time that we have is all that we have and any significance that comes is based will come based on how we decide to show up and what we decide to do while we have the opportunity to do it and so it's this toggling back and forth between you know i don't matter at all and i matter a great deal i don't matter at all and i matter a great deal and it help. i just think it's a, a way of um helping people you know i, I think that's that whole exercise is fascinating. Like I love that. And it's it's that it's that how do you want to show up? It's like, do you want to show up? Like and how do you want to show up and keep showing up? There's sort of the confidence piece that we think is is gonna come once I do it once. It's like, no, 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 you've got to do it again and again and try and see what happens and fail and move off the path and come onto another path. Um, but that showing up piece, and I think again, it's having the yeah, the 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 the, the curiosity, the fascination to to want to show up to things, you know, to see what might happen and what version of you might show up is really important this, in this as well. I do think for so many of us, we put such a lot of expectation, you know, a huge amount of expectation on ourselves, particularly in these roles that we play. I was taught as a group of women that I coach and they have big careers, but actually we talk a lot about parenting on those calls at the moment. And they're like, it's not enough to be a parent. You have to have like a PhD. PhD in child psychology, you have to be a nutritionist, you have to understand dentistry. It's like, you know, what happened? Like, it's not enough to, to breathe and do yoga anymore. We need to be a breath specialist and we need to be a meditation specialist. And it's like, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And maybe that also plays it out into this, like, this fear of this burnout bit, because how could we ever meet all those expectations? It is ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. And maybe the trusting is trusting that we're enough. Like it's enough to be Sally Powell right now. It's enough to be Scott right now. Like that's enough. Um, and I, I would hope that in my work, it's it's more spaces where people can feel, yeah, I'm enough right now. I'm enough for my team right now. It's enough that I got home at five o'clock and made a rubbishy dinner. Like it's enough. Um, I think we're getting there, Scott, but it's, do you know, it's like, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's like, I nailed it today. And other days it's like, that was hard work. Um, and maybe that's part of the just showing up. It's like showing up however, however you look and however you feel, but know that you're on the path that you're meant to be on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, I think it's, you're speaking to the, another opportunity for toggling back and forth. Like you actually are enough just the, the way you are. And people like us also tend to strive to be and do more and better. Um, and on any given day, we're going to fall probably very far short of, you know, our aspirations and expectations, but yeah. you know, did you do, was, was it good enough? Well, yeah, it's, it's good enough because it, it is what it is. You are sufficient. Even as you strive, you're sufficient, even, even as you fail, because you're in the arena and you're doing the work and you're, you know, on the path um and you know that what you're saying about the parenting is really fascinating because 
we conflate productivity with progress. Like, yes, we have this feeling that we have to like be a child psychologist and a behavioral uh, psychologist. And we have to make sure that the kids are playing sports and playing an instrument, learning a foreign language, blah, 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 blah. And that's like, this is the measure of like how many things you can pack into your day is a measure of how good a parent you are. And I would say balderdash. That's really, I mean, I, my, I remember growing up and I mean, I was basically a feral youth. I was just <laughs> the, the, the woods <laughs> in a state of fascination, um, mm. you know, the nature and the wilderness and relationships. And, um, and I certainly felt like that was, that was more than enough. I, you know, I, I, I like me, I like the way I turned out. I, I, you know, I, didn't learn to speak six languages or play four instruments or unbelievable. How can you say that, you know, publicly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, same. I mean, to be honest, the I think when the, the the fascination piece came for me, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, and it's like I love nothing more than when my parents had people around for dinner, and I and you know my brothers would leave and the other kids would leave, and I'd just still be at the dinner table. Like, what are they talking about? I also knew that the sort of after dinner chocolates were going to come out. So there was like value in staying. But I just was really fascinated by what people were talking about and like who got to talk more and, you know, who had the loudest voice and who wasn't saying stuff that, you know, and it was like, that was enough as well. We didn't have to be doing all the time. Um, maybe that's part of this too. It's just this obsession with doing all the time. And well, in this moment, we we just we have to to be us, don't we? Yeah. Well, it's called human being, not human doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and being is is a, is a, is it's 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 an action verb, right? So you're, you know, but it's an action that's happening in the here and now. And the, the more intention and integrity you bring into whatever it is that you're doing, even when it's sitting sitting around doing nothing. Um, you know, I think that that promotes our our health and well being and and the health and well being of the people that we show up uh, with and for. Sally, we have successfully chewed up a half hour talking about fascination. I'm sure we could chew up another half hour. I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could. Thank you. It's just a joy to have this conversation today. It well, really was. One more time, people can find you and the fantastic work that you're doing and the difference you're making at sallypowell.com. And of course, it's always delightful to see you all show up at creativeonpurpose.com. Um, one final tip uh, in, or insight or something to, to that an action step for people to take from this conversation to start exercising their fascination muscle, to build that skill. Uh, fascination what would that what would you share really simple it'd be really simple it would just be close your day today what fascinated me today just ask yourself that question and see what comes up love that and I'll just remind everyone that you've done all this before you, there was a moment in your life when you were just nothing but a fascination machine you you're, <laughs> yeah, you're so true. You were filled with nothing but awe and wonder for everything that was happening around you. You lived in a constant state of fascination. So return to the garden, return to that child, right? and and be a little more fascinating today. Sally Powell, delightful to spend this time with you. Thank you so much. Thank for you, Scott. You and the difference you make. Thanks very much. Take care.